Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. I just want to say how grateful and blessed that I am to be walking with you through this life here on earth. This is not our home. We are not meant to be here. This place is hard. But as we look at Mark the Evangelist today, That's what we're supposed to be. And we can't go evangelize if we do not have God in the center of our life. I'm going to read you something that really hit me. Because every single one of us is suffering with something. Many of us have suffered the same things, might be in the same boat right now. But that's part of the journey. That is why We need companions on this road. I hope that this podcast encourages you to seek God every single day. Because without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do everything. So it's this beautiful circle of life, I guess, right? This daily walk. I look at life in 24 hours. You start a whole new life tomorrow. You start a whole new life today when you wake up. What are you going to do in this day? How are you going to call on God and bring him into your life? And most importantly, how are you going to bring God into the world? So yesterday, before I read the readings, that really hit me. Yesterday was Divine Mercy Sunday. I don't know if you remember. Some of you might. I know some of you actually reached out and said, Hey, I know this is a pretty big day for you. Happy Divine Mercy Sunday. So Divine Mercy Sunday was the day that God found, that I knew God existed. God found me. God showed himself to me in the sacrament of confession, reconciliation. I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I walked into that confessional that day, scared and afraid of what the priest was going to say to me. I had no idea I was talking to Jesus in there. I had no clue what to expect. And I came out of there changed. I knew God existed because of the supernatural physical, spiritual experience that I had in that confessional. And it changed me. Everything changed that day. 
and I didn't even know what Divine Mercy Sunday was all about. Never even heard of it. Well, you may not have either, but I will tell you it's from St. Faustina, who wrote this diary. By the way, she wrote one, and Satan convinced her to burn it. So she did. And then her superior said, we want you to write everything down. I mean, this diary's big. And one of them, obviously, was him talking about his, this whole thing was about Jesus's divine mercy. The portrait of Jesus, I trust in you, was from her, drawn by her. And she had to go out and share this. And people thought she was crazy. She had many, many, many mental assessments and doctors that looked at her. And finally, finally, it became approved by the church, but only after her diaries and everything were banned. It was St. John Paul II who brought it back. But the promises are this, in a nutshell. You are completely clean, meaning your sins and the punishments of the sins. So it's like a baptism. I had no idea. Of course, I didn't prepare for my confession, but I know that I received those graces. I know it because I was changed after that. Something changed in me. So you're probably thinking, well, Divine Mercy Sunday's gone. I can't go. Yes, you can. So the church says you can go to confession 20 days before, 20 days after. I mean, you might as well call me the confession lady. You know, like that Saturday Night Live, the church lady. <laughs> I can't remember. Dana, someone or other, I think was the actor that played the church lady. I might be called the confession lady because all I know is I need God. I need him to make me clean. I need to say those things over and over and over again in confession until I'm sick of saying those words. That's what confession's about. It's not about the priest. He's heard it all. It's for us. It's for us to, to really honestly continue to confess, continue to seek God's help, and honestly remember the three Ps, that it's a process and we don't know God's timing. We don't know what he's doing in our lives. We got to be patient and we got to be persistent. Keep praying. Keep going to confession. Do not give up. And why not? Because we're all suffering. And that's part of this life. But the good thing about being a Christian is that suffering can be joyful. Suffering and going through things can be enlightening. They can be learning experiences. They don't have to be this drag you down, woe is me kind of suffering. That's the beauty of knowing that this life that we're living here is just a fleeting moment and we're walking through it 
We need to evangelize as we walk through by sharing God and how he's impacted our life and love those around us. So I'm going back to the readings here so I can read to you what I'm talking about. Okay. <clears throat> it's 1 Peter 5, 5b through 14. And I'm just going to slide down. You know what? No, I'm going to read the whole thing. <sighs> Beloved, clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. For God opposes the proud, but bestows favor on the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your worries upon him, because he cares for you. Be sober and vigilant. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, steadfast in faith, knowing that your brothers and sisters throughout the world undergo the same sufferings. The God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory through Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you after you have suffered a little. To him be dominion forever. Amen. Knowing that your brothers and sisters throughout the world undergo the same sufferings. But Christ Jesus himself will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you after you have suffered a little. We're being told this life is filled with suffering. But if we offer those sufferings to Jesus on the cross, if we unite them to him on the cross, those sufferings become meritorious. They become beautiful prayers, and Satan hates those kind of things. Satan doesn't want us to be offering up sacrifices and little fastings throughout the day. Are you kidding me? He wants us to be completely sucked up in our own selfishness and seeking pleasure and doing whatever we want. We are our own God and we will do what we want when we want it. And that's how I lived my life for 42 years. And I was a mess. This is what God is telling us, that we must suffer a little, but he will restore us. It will be a season. And that is why we need the beautiful sacraments in the church, the sacrament of reconciliation, and honestly, the sacrament of the Eucharist. So yesterday, I, it was such a beautiful day at this parish, and I got to give credit to Father Christopher DeTomo, who I know well. He has a beautiful parish, St. Mary's in Huntley, and it was a three to five, two hour confession. But he said to his parishioners, hey, I'm going to be there a little early. So I went early, got there about 2.30. Three o'clock comes, then they're going to have benediction 
in the in the church, which is bringing the Eucharist out for us to adore him, Jesus, if you will, the blessed sacrament. And as I'm kneeling, I'm the very next one that's going to go into the confessional. I'm in there at three on Divine Mercy Sunday. This line on both sides was so long and it went for the full hour because when I came out, they were in the middle. They had just started the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And so I was in, <laughs> in the confessional at three, the magical hour. I was bawling my eyes out, just so grateful all day long. I was really emotional. I mean, I was just sitting there crying and my husband's like, what's up with you? I'm like, honey, this is the day. And I explained to him what it all meant and what the promises were. And he's like, oh, cool. I said, do you mind if I go? He's like, no, of course, go. So I went and it was beautiful. And then I sat for an hour and that hour flew by. And that reinvigorated my 24-hour life. What I want you to do is start to look at your life in a day. I'm living this day. I only have this day. Start it with God. Talk to God. See God. Live with God. Love with God. Share God. And then your life starts all over tomorrow. A new day, fresh, new spirit, praying to God, forgetting about yesterday because you can't change it, not living in tomorrow because it's not here yet. It's the humble way of living. And if you remember in the first part of the reading, I'm glad I read the whole reading. It's about humility. So I have one more thing that I want to tell you, and then I'm going to leave you be, but please go read the gospel after this, because it's the power of evangelization. It's the power of Jesus's word saying, you will suffer, but in my name, you will do so many other great things. Jesus is the, is the woven thread through all of it. And that's what I want us to remember, that the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I don't know, I was listening to Taylor Marshall, Dr. Taylor Marshall the other day, and I'm like, maybe I should start saying Holy Ghost. I don't know. But regardless, that Holy Trinity, God Almighty, is who we need to be living our lives with every single day. Our life is a 24-hour life. And then tomorrow is a new life. Tomorrow we can love differently. That's what I learned from the dog that I was watching over these past few days. A six-month-old dog that loves to nip and bite. I have bruises and things all over my arms. I learned really quick that I need to walk with my arms bent, <laughs> my elbows bent, because he could jump up and snip at them. But I also noticed that every moment I had to re-love him and love him exactly who he is, which is a puppy. And he's going to do things like accidentally poop on the floor once. <laughs> that only happened once. He's going to be self-centered because he's a puppy. He doesn't know any better. And so for me, it was a wonderful rejuvenation of my love 
for him and I had to love through some of the things where I wasn't really wanting to love him. I was wanting to be angry that he pooped on the floor. This is how God works, right? That's not really a suffering, but he is basically saying that, look, life here is not easy. We are going to suffer, but guess what? Every one of our brothers and sisters across the whole world is dealing with the same thing. So that's why I'm so grateful to walk with you. And I hope that I am encouraging you to find within 20 days a confessional and a priest and go so that, so that you can be fresh like a baby, brand new. There's something awesome about that. I've, I mean, yesterday was amazing. And you start your whole life over one day at a time. And keep frequenting confession. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, beating that dead horse over my 10 minutes. So I'm going to let you get on with your day. Find something more with God. Share God. Be a St. Mark today and evangelize just by talking about God. Teach about God to your kids, to your family, to your friends. Even if it's just through your love, bring that. Bring it into this life today because you only have right now. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.